In this bulletin, the federal treasurer defends possible changes to superannuation, vote counting begins in Nigeria's national elections, and in sport, Russian Daniil Medvedev overcomes Kotsman Andy Murray in the final of the Qatar Open. Good afternoon from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalid. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers says possible changes to superannuation tax breaks on multi-million dollar accounts are reasonable. Mr. Chalmers says he's yet to decide on the exact scope of the reforms, but is floating the idea of capping super accounts worth more than $3 million. But the coalition is raising alarm about the idea and is accusing the government of breaking an election promise to not make any changes to super. Treasurer Chalmers has told Sky News the proposed change is not controversial and the coalition had made similar tweaks to the super system while in office. And this is a big pressure on the Commonwealth budget at a time when we've got to fund uh, the costs of servicing all of this debt. We've got to fund the NDIS and aged care and hospitals uh, and defence. Uh, and so we should be capable of a conversation that says we're not proposing major changes to superannuation. We haven't taken any decisions yet, but this is an area of concern to us. Senator Lydia Thorpe has been moved on from Sydney's Mardi Gras parade by police after she lay herself down in front of a truck that was part of the event. Video footage shows the former Greens, now independent senator from Victoria, lying on her back on Oxford Street and temporarily halting the parade. Two police officers then approach Senator Thorpe as the crowd began to boo and chant for her removal before she gets to her feet herself. NSW police have confirmed that a woman was removed from the parade about 9 p.m. at the request of organizers for breaching the terms of her participation. A spokesperson for Sydney Mardi Gras confirmed the parade had been interrupted by Senator Thorpe as she attempted to stage a protest. Senator Thorpe has posted on Twitter this morning, appearing to explain the action as a protest against police violence. She says she was proud to join the parade as part of the Pride in Protest float. Olivia Newton-John will be remembered this afternoon with a star-studded memorial service in her hometown of Melbourne. The free ticketed event at Hamer Hall and also live-streamed online will be held six months after her death at the age of 73. Newton-John died after living with breast cancer for 30 years. Delta Goodrum will be among those to perform at today's service after playing the star in a 2018 miniseries about her life. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has welcomed new U.S. sanctions against Russia. The latest restrictions target more than 100 entities both within Russia and worldwide, including banks and suppliers of defense equipment. Specifically, the U.S. says it wants to stop those helping Russia exploit loopholes to get sanctioned materials. In his nightly address, Mr. Zelensky says the world is behind Ukraine. Sanctions will continue to be introduced so that nothing remains of the potential of Russian aggression. There are new sanctions steps in the 10th package, powerful ones, against the defense industry and the financial sector of the terrorist state and against the propagandists who drown Russian society in lies and are trying to spread their lies to the whole world. They definitely won't succeed. Vote counting is underway in Nigeria to decide the country's new president and members of the National Assembly. The national elections are being held to replace outgoing President Muhammadu Buhari, who's stepping down after serving the maximum eight years allowed by the Constitution. 
A lot is riding on the elections as Africa's most populous country battles issues, including Islamist insurgencies, kidnappings, conflict, cash, fuel and power shortages, and deep-rooted corruption and poverty. But many voters, including this trader, Emeka Nwanyanyu, have expressed anger and frustration at the poll, with long delays reported at some voting stations, as well as voter intimidation and technical glitches. With the situation we have, it goes a long way to question the credibility behind the activities of INEC, because we have been told, prior to now, that elections will be done devoid of hitches, and results will be transmitted electronically. A documentary about a floating daycare center in Paris for adults with mental disorders has won the Berlin Film Festival's top prize. On the Adamant was shot over three years and follows life at a daycare center aboard the Adamant, a barge moored on the right bank of the River Seine. It's been awarded the Berlin Ales Golden Bear Award, which is given to the year's best film. The film's director, Nicholas Philibert, says he has fought his whole career to have documentary films recognized as cinema. As I said before, I, I, it's, it's, it's almost a dream. I don't realize it's too early. Um, I'm, I'm honored, I'm proud, I'm touched, uh, but it's still abstract, you know. The festival's silver bear for Best Leading Actor went to Sofia Otero, who plays an eight-year-old transgender child and 20,000 species of bees. In sport, Daniil Medvedev has beaten Andy Murray in the Qatar Open final to claim his second title in successive weeks. Veteran Murray, bidding for his 47th career title, but first since 2019, pushed the Russian hard but succumbed 6-4, 6-4 in a battle of former world number ones. Medvedev also triumphed in Rotterdam last week and now has 18 tour-level titles in his locker. I started to find my rhythm, I started to play really good, serving better, moving better, you know, even today. <laughs> It was tough for Andy to, to put the ball through me many times and, uh, and then now the question is, uh, the, the, it, it has to continue so I'm going to try as long as I can. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib.